0: Hi, and welcome to the Young Hearts
1: for Missions podcast. I'm your co-host, Bethany. I'm your co-host,
2: Elisa. And I'm your co-host, Anna. We are three young women who are passionate to see God worshipped among all the nations.
1: Our goal is not to tell you what you should and should not do or believe, but we invite you to journey with us as we discover God's heart for the nations. We hope you join us on this journey.
2: everyone and welcome back to the last episode episode 10 of the young hearts for mission podcast season one and so today we are answering questions that we got from you guys and we're really really excited so um we're just going to jump right into it so the first question is why did we start a podcast Who wants to answer that (laughs)
0: I can answer that one. So what happened was we were sitting on the floor one day. I think we were supposed to pray. It was like during our team debriefing time. And we were just having a really good conversation. I think throughout the summer, we just got into a lot of really good and deep spiritual conversations and just about the world around us and what God's doing. And I was like, these conversations might be one to like be heard by other people because these are really interesting. And um, I just like shouted out one day, I was like, guys, let's start a podcast. Um, Kind of just out of the blue, but I, yeah, we thought about it a lot more and we all decided that it would be a really good way for us to continue to stay in contact um, and also just, yeah, raise awareness about missions and really, just use it as a form of ministry, um, while so we can still be together, but also like distanced. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Oh yes, I remember that our spontaneous yeah. idea. Look where it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. what experience has contributed to uh, most to your spiritual growth?
2: I think there are many experiences that have contributed a lot to my spiritual growth, but one of them that I continuously remember is in high school when I struggled a lot with anxiety. Um, I think that was one of my lower points in high school. Um, But actually, I think God really used that to give me a deeper desire for him to know him more. I remember, like, reading the Bible just, like, during the day because I just, like, needed God and just started praying. I think through my struggle with anxiety, God really gave me, like, a, I would say, a desperation to know him more um, for the first time, I think. And so, that experience has really stuck with me.
1: It's so cool how God can use our struggles to, like, pull us toward him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. <laughs> um, I could share too. I think for me, what's contributed the most to my spiritual growth, um, there have been a lot of things, obviously, but I think missions um, and all of the mission trips that I've taken have definitely contributed the most to my spiritual growth because I think a lot of growth, it got like fast tracked into like a week mm-hmm. or even the summer, like 10 weeks um, of being like really, really intentional about wanting to grow spiritually, and I think even just in praying for that, God really provided in all of that, Um, really just giving me a desperation for him Um, and for the gospel, like Anna was talking about, um, seeing the need around the world um, of the need for the gospel, um, and also just seeing how little people um, lived on, and kind of seeing mm-hmm. that poverty, but also seeing the desperation for God kind of come out of that um and mm-hmm. be there in that, that really like shocked me Um and really, yeah, just made me want to be more desperate for the gospel. And I think when you have the desperation mm-hmm. for the gospel, that really is the foundation of a lot of spiritual growth. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: that's yeah. so true. Mm. I think for me, mm. it would be The time after I decided to like uh surrender, like recommit my life to God again. Mm -hmm. And after that I started journaling, uh, just like reading God's word after school, uh, Mm um, telling him about what went through the why I went through the day, Mm -hmm. uh asking him questions about about life, about what he says, you know, in the Bible. I think during that time I felt like like I couldn't, I wasn't like experiencing God's presence in a way. But then looking back at that time, looking in the way, like the very fact that I was talking to God proved that He was there. And think that that time provided a very solid foundation for, yeah, for my faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so cool. It's so cool to hear just how God like works in people's lives. I was talking to someone else about that the other day of like, it's just so beautiful seeing the work of God um, throughout other people's lives because we experience it one way, but getting to hear everyone else's experiences, it just makes God like that much cooler and that much bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, oh yeah, so grateful. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do any of you feel the pull toward longer cross, longer-term cross-cultural missions after college?
1: I think for me, I'm still, I think that's not a particular pull, but it's just like the affirmation that cross-cultural missions is important and this. Um, the summer just showed me how it can look different in different situations. um mm-hmm. can look different depending on the person um uh, but yeah, just feel for me that cross cultural emissions is important, though I'm not sure uh how it will look like. Mm-hmm. um but yeah, God can can do anything,
0: yeah, yeah, I think for me i think i've said this a lot once you start living missionally you can't really stop Mm -hmm. Um, but i think there is a lot of different roles that god calls each one of us to and i do think we are all called as christians to support the greater mission of god in the world um in whatever capacity that is whether that be like mobilization sending support prayer or actually going um so i think. In terms of that, yes, I feel called to the greater mission of God, but I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where he kind of has me um, in that and what that will look like. So,
2: Yeah, I think for me too, very similar to what you guys were saying too, I think there's that desire to live missionally, um, but not sure where, um, not really sure what that's going to look like, um, but I guess It's something I'm still praying about and discerning God's will for. Mm -hmm. Um, Ooh, what is each of your favorite Bible verses and why? That's hard. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Can I just say the whole Bible?
1: Yes, I second (laughs) this. Can I pick a whole passage?
0: (laughs) Does Does that count? I guess we make the (laughs) rule. That's true. I might just choose one of my favorite verses. Um, For me, I actually have like a little sticky note on my laptop right now, and it says, Take up your cross daily and follow me. Um, It's out of Luke 9, chapter 9, verse 23 and 24. It basically just says, If anyone would deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. And then it's like, whoever saves his life will lose it or whoever like loses his life for my sake will find it I just butchered that but that's the premise of it um that I don't know if that would be my absolute favorite but I think it's something that's really been on my heart recently of just looking at my life and assessing it and trying to figure out how can I, like, what did it? What would it look like for me to take up my cross daily and, like, daily surrender myself? How do my words, my thoughts, my actions glorify God and not myself? How do I choose the path of God over the path of myself every single day? And having to, like, constantly remind myself of that because the thing we think about most in our lives is ourself. Um, someone said that to me the other day, and I think it's kind of true. Um, so... Just trying to surrender myself to god
1: yeah wow well, yeah it's so true that we need that constant reminder because we live in a world that's so like different from what the gospel says Um. yeah that's a good verse um only for me one thing that a few verses that stand out um it's mark chapter 12 verse 29 to 31 um it's about summing up uh, how jesus summed up the law the most important one answered jesus is this hero israel the lord our god the lord is one love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength mm. the second is this love your neighbor as yourself mm. there is no commandment greater than this uh, i think it's just like how bethany said like how can we glorify god in everything we do this these verses remind me uh, how i can like live out my life in love for God and for people Uh, Mm -hmm. and to be honest I can do that all the time I think that's the beauty of the gospel is because uh, we need God to help us love him to help us love people Uh, and he is the source of our love Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: yeah -hmm. so just loving out of that freedom of salvation instead of loving in order to be to be free yeah
2: Mm -hmm. Is just like a side of something I've just been praying for myself every day is that I would have a deeper desperation for the gospel. Um and I think it really, really never gets old. Um I was trying to debate if I wanted to share like a verse that God has been like using recently to teach me or like one like longer term. And the one <laughs> that I pulled up is from it's just one verse that God has always been teaching me what it looks like like to live as a godly woman. Um, so it's from 1 Peter chapter three, verse four. Um, and he says, you should clothe yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. Um, mm. whoa, wait, this is the NLT version. Wait, this is not the version I usually read. <laughs> wait, oh man. Okay, I'm gonna read it in NIV. This isn't the one that I usually read. Um it says an NIV is rather it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. And I think when I first read this, I think it was my freshman year of college. I was like, you know, I want to be that kind of woman that, you know, I cultivate a heart that's beautiful to God, not so much concerned about the outside, um, but the inside. And even just recently in my Bible reading times, I think I've just been thinking more about like what does it look like to live by the spirit? And one of the verses in Galatians is talking about how um, when you live by the spirit, you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. And that's something that like, you know, um, that I want to, to continue to live, live that out to, um, to walk by the spirit. And I was like, thinking back to also what we studied this summer, where it's like, because Jesus ascended, like, that's why we have the spirit now and like it's just the gospel like it's just so relevant to our lives, you know and everything that we do so I think those are two verses um yeah Yeah. that have been been on my heart yeah Yeah.
0: um that's so good I love hearing like how God is like encouraging y'all through the word like now and like of all time it's so cool Um, so the next question we have, it's like a four-part question, so I might say it <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> it says, does your involvement in short-term missions work shape your Christian worldview about missions? How has it changed you in your daily life? What are the challenges facing you in accepting such changes? And what are the positive changes it has on your daily
2: life now? Good question. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Um, I mean, I could share from like, um, from like my childhood until now, I've been on quite a few short term missions trips mm-hmm. and, you know, I think as a kid, it did expose me to just like what it means to live missionally and to share mm-hmm. the gospel with people who don't know Jesus. Um, but I think as I've gotten older. And I've reflected more on my short-term mission experience. Um, I've seen how there's that desire in me to do like more than just one week, like to stay somewhere more Mm -hmm. than for just one week. Like the summer when we did 10 weeks, I think that was the longest like quote unquote short-term mission that I've ever been on, you know, Mm -hmm. there's just that desire to spend more time. And I feel like when you really live among like people, it's really different than if you were just there for a week. Yeah, but I think I also have learned that I don't just have to live missionally on the short-term mission trips, that I can live missionally wherever God has me. It's not limited by a place, but it's how can I live as a Christian wherever God has me? So I think that has been something really valuable for me. Mm -hmm. I
1: think similar to that, like living missionally wherever we are uh i think yeah it was like growing up in a church that was very mission-minded we always focused on like um yeah just being the salt and light like wherever god puts us um and then during our summer um it was just a lot of like looking for opportunities to talk about the gospel i think that like reaffirmed uh that worldview about how missions is uh everywhere we go um so yeah and challenges uh it takes a lot of courage to do that uh and i think a lot of times uh, i need to realize how much i need the gospel first before i share with others Mm -hmm. Uh, remembering that um is sometimes difficult uh but i think positive changes uh is like when we are yeah look constantly looking for opportunities to talk about Jesus, we also see how uh, how God is working. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, just see his hand at work even more. So that's that's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: love that. Um I think For me, it has really um, elevated the role of missions in my life. Um, Yeah, done a few short-term missions in the past. And I think it just kind of creates this greater desire, like Hannah was saying, about um, just wanting to stay longer um, and wanting to continue building those relationships. For me, it's like, it's, like, frustrating, but in, like, a positive sense, kind of, um, of, like, I want to, like, continue building these relationships, and Mm -hmm. even, like, leaving this summer, it was so difficult to leave and be, like, oh, but there was so much we could have done, like, look at what God was doing there, and, um, yeah, and now, (laughs) now we had to leave, but I think it just really shows me the value of relationship building in missions um and how much of like a long game it really is um yeah and especially in terms of the evangelism work I think so I think it's shaped my life in my daily life and just making me think a lot more about missions I think it's helped me pray a lot more about missions um really really understanding the importance of prayer and like actually changing the world in a sense um, but not like on our end more um, on God's so I think yeah those are some ways it's changed my life and I think the challenges facing me and accepting the changes are just like trying to reconcile my plan with God's plan (laughs) Um, just like trying to figure out how like what I can do to live missionally for God but also like, you know, like I was saying earlier, dying to myself, taking up my cross and following God every single day. Um, That's a challenge, just defeating, overcoming like myself basically. Um, And then positive changes, just making me pray a lot more, be a lot more dependent on him and his plan for my life. And also just like being aware of the situation of the gospel in the world. Um, It can be sad at times, just recognizing how many people there are in the world that haven't heard the gospel um, and all the injustices in the world and that kind of thing. It can be discouraging, but I think a positive change that has come out of that is just really being able to hope and put my trust in God's plan for the nations um, and just asking him to help me rely more on him that's my long answer to a long question <laughs> yes
2: beautiful <laughs> and for our listeners too like if you've never um like been on a mission trip before i think short missions are like a great way to kind of mm-hmm. get yourself like exposed a little bit to them and so i think the three of us would agree like we encourage you guys to go on one i think um I think it's really 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 cool to get to experience God in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: sometimes they can be daunting at first, especially with fundraising and that kind of thing. And honestly, we'll probably do an episode on short-term missions in the future. But um yeah.
2: Go for it <laughs> and just yes. pray for God's provision. <laughs> <laughs> it's so worth it. Wait, it is. You get to experience God before the trip, during the trip, and after the trip. Mm -hmm. Like for the financial part too, like you got to experience God through prayer before the trip too. It's just so amazing, you know? Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) we encourage you to go. Woo! Okay. All All
0: right. Um, do
1: you want to pray for us? Yeah. Okay. Mm. God, thank you so much for... Um, yeah, just your work in our lives um, for, um, yeah, so how you saved us Lord, even though we do not deserve it, um, help us live out of that salvation, out of gratefulness, um, whether it's loving people, whether it's uh, sending people uh, to do missions, whether it's uh, doing missions ourselves, Um, just pray for us and our listeners too that you may give us wisdom uh, to know how we can be involved in missions. And uh, Allah ultimately, we pray that you will be glorified among the nations because you are worthy, um, worthy of them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you guys so much for the questions that you guys submitted. Um, Yes. It's so fun to like, yeah yeah sorry it's so fun to hear from you guys and just like
0: yeah get to interact um so we did say at the beginning this is episode 10 of season one and we're gonna be gone for a little bit but not forever we're coming back
2: on (laughs) november 13th
0: (laughs) um so stay tuned for that we're really excited um about what this new season will be about and everyone that we're going to be able to hopefully have on um we're yeah we're really excited about it and stay tuned for more updates on that on our social medias at young hearts Formations podcast on facebook instagram and twitter so yeah email us or dm us if you ever have questions just or just want to chat so
2: (laughs) yeah okay you guys enjoy
0: yeah. Yes. All right. And thanks so, for
2: listening. Next season. Yeah. Okay.
0: Bye.
1: Bye.